You're listening to Let's Do Lunch. We're at Lachlan Table in Nashville, Tennessee, and the waiter's here. Hi, Brian. Hello. I just want to tell you all about we do a, uh, from four to six, so for a little while yet, we're doing a community hour, we call it, and it's going to be, we're going to have some snacks for, everything is six dollars, some cocktails, we do a couple of house wines, you know, a discounted beer. Um, we have a, a couple of specials tonight as well. We're doing a... Just listed underneath the pizzas here on the main menu, it says oven roasted side. We're doing a, it's Brussels sprouts, some onions, and then a fish sauce vinaigrette roasted in the pizza oven. We also are doing a uh, pizza special tonight. It's going to be just a tomato base, some oregano, mozzarella, uh, shredded mozzarella cheese, uh, some pepperoni from Porter Road Butcher down the street, and then black olives and chili oil. Now, tell me a little bit more about this community table. What are some of those snacks? Oh, we're doing a uh, whipped goat cheese with some honey. We're doing a uh, New York cheese pizza that's we all like so much, just classic garlic, cheese, uh, the uh, chili oil as well. We, the deviled eggs, we do with a house-made chow chow, which is like a chili, uh, chili pepper and cabbage relish. Okay, and the drinks, because, you know, we must have some uh, cocktails with dinner. I mean, my favorite on the on the happy hour list, the community hour list, is the Manhattan. It's just right up my alley. We do a uh, lavender lemon drop. We do a gin and juice. You know, just try to give a good variety. Okay, give us a couple minutes and we'll decide on uh, maybe some of those uh, community appetizers and drinks. Wonderful. Okay, thank you. Okay, so we had a question about uh, some of the meats on the uh, snacks to share here. It's called Tenshuto. Bob Woods out of Murfreesboro makes it. It is it is a a a sort of bad pun and b a uh, Tennessee prosciutto. It's a uh, country ham style prosciutto. Okay, so let's do this. Let's do um, one with goat cheese with grilled pita. We will do the uh, pizza. We will do the, how do you pronounce it? Tenshuta. That. <laughs> and are the vinegar chips, describe those as well. Those are, they're going to be house-made potato chips. They've just been soaked in vinegar, you know, vinegar, sugar, water. The dip is wonderful. Well, you have me at potato chips, so I'm in. And uh, then we wanted to get the, uh, the signature cocktail. I think it was the lavender. The lavender lemon drop? That one. Excellent. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. Ah, uh, the cocktails have arrived. So tell us what's in these cocktails. Doing a vodka with the sugar, lemon juice, and a house-made lavender bitters. Are these going to kick our butts? We're hoping. Now, when people come to this restaurant, are they what? What's how would you describe the type of atmosphere, the type of food here? Most common, I've heard it described a gourmet southern. It can be a very cliche thing to say, but that is, you know, feels descriptive. Where are you from? Um, I grew up some in Memphis, a lot in the Midwest. Um, I moved here from Portland, Oregon. And are you a musician as well as a waiter? You're kidding, no. Yeah. I'm one of the few that is not, yeah. So you love what you do, obviously. I love it enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, cheers. We're going to dig into these lovely drinks. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. Enjoy.
Okay, joining me now is Chef Hal of Lachlan Table, and tell us about all this gorgeous food that just arrived. Well, what just happened is you guys ordered off the community hour menu. Um, our full title is Lachlan Table um, Community Kitchen and Bar, mm -hmm. um, and this is actually our community <laughs> hour. Just went flying. This is our community hour. It's our version of happy hour. Ah, so okay. everything you guys just ordered is on the community hour um, menu. We'll start off with the NY pie. Um, it's our $6 wood burning oven pizza that resembles what a street food cheese pizza would be in New York. Yeah. And, and I'm a big fan of the, the thin crust New York style pizza. Um, obviously we do a wood burning oven so it's a little bit different than the actual larger pies that you would get in New York. But it's just simple crushed tomato, um, oregano, garlic, um, some mozzarella, and then instead of chili flakes, we drizzle it with a chili oil that we make here in-house. I tell you right now why I love this, Chef. It looks like crispy and gorgeous. Every single time in New York I say to them, can I have my pizza crispy? And it's always not crispy. Yeah. yeah. So well, with the with the wood burning oven, yeah. we can definitely achieve, and we should achieve that. You know, tan to black. Um, you know, some people think their pizza's burnt. They're just confused on what pizza should be. Yeah. Um, Domino's and Papa John's has done a wonderful job ruining what pizza, <laughs> what people think of pizza. Um, we try to bring pizza back to its original um, states. I may have to break my cheese fast and try this. I think, uh, I think you should, for okay. sure. Okay, and what's So next? then we've got the uh, Tenshuto, which is a local ham from the Bob Woods Hammery in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's like a, a blend between a country ham and a prosciutto. So since we're in Tennessee, he calls it a Tenshuto, and it's lots of fun. Um, it's always on our community hour menu. We serve it with smoked salt that we smoke ourselves here in the restaurant, ah. uh, fig vinegar that we make ourselves, and then whatever fruit is seasonal. Uh, right now we have apples, uh, we've had pears and plums. Mm -hmm. Of course in the summer when there's strawberries and peaches and you know raspberries and blackberries, um, that would be the fruit that we would serve it with at that point in time. Um, but that always changes just depending on what season it is. Here we have homemade. Those are our chips. vinegar chips. So we slice Idaho potatoes very thinly and let them soak in white wine vinegar uh. um, for hopefully at least three to four days. Um, really? Yeah, the vinegar flavor to really permeate and get into the potato takes more time than you would think. Um, so we're always trying to stay ahead on that. And, you know, this is something that we've done for years. I've done for years. I've, you know, back at the Greenbrier Hotel. I'm going to try um, as we speak. When I, where I did my apprenticeship program, we would do these and serve them with blue cheese dressing at the golf club. And it was like a snack to have with beer after you had played around a golf. Oh, my gosh. Can I just tell you, this rivals vinegar and salt chips that you would get in London. Yeah. Without question. Yep, I love them. Oh. And then we make a little dip of just caramelized onion and fennel. And then we uh, finish that with salt, pepper, and thyme. And then blend that with a little sherry vinegar and some sour cream. And it's kind of like the best French onion dip you've ever had. Um, it's kind of a play on, on the French onion dip that you would have at like a Super Bowl party. Um, that was the idea there. And then with the pita, 
you got to have a cheese offering, I think, on a on a community hour, happy hour menu, and this Absolutely. is our cheese offering. So um, it's a whipped goat cheese that we drizzle a little local honey and toasted almond on top. We serve it with grilled pita bread, and then a neat condiment here, and we do these little four ounce mason jars where we actually use the lid of the mason jar for the so condiment. Cute. And the neat little condiment here is we take leeks okay. and you. we actually grill them. Ah. And then we chop them up and we cook them down with butter and Worcestershire sauce. Thank you. And um, right, it doesn't really you. sound like a combination that might work, but it, it really does. Um, oh and we really God. like it. Years ago when my wife and her girlfriends were together on a Friday or Saturday night, um, of course I was working um, and there's like a little dinner party um, with the girls. I came home to some leftovers and this is one of the things that I came home to, but when I tasted it for the first time, I was like, wow, this is really nice and started playing with it more. And you know, it eventually became a condiment here on the, on the restaurant menu. And that's often a lot of the times the way food will uh, progress and become a dish. Yeah. Um, it could be something that happens at a dinner party. It could be something that, you know, you kind of, uh, the birth of an guys. idea. D does uh, the menu change for the community table? Yeah, well, yeah. the menu changes for everything. Um, yeah. Like, instead of the chips and dip in the summertime, um, we do salsas mm. and tortilla chips. Okay. And we fry those chips in house as well. Um, but then we do a red and a green street style salsa and we serve a bowl of each one of those um, just because we're swimming in tomatoes mm. in the summertime. So we'll, we'll change that to that. Now tell me about your philosophy to food and how you came to work at Lachlan Table. Well, I've been studying and practicing uh, the art and science of culinary production for over half my life now. I have to quote you on that. Nobody's ever said culinary production. I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the art and science of culinary production is okay. definitely what we serve on a daily basis. You know, growing up, I, I started cooking at a very young age. How um, old were you? Uh, I mean, even from five to eight, I was in the kitchen with my mother. I continued cooking with my mother growing up. By the ninth grade, I was actually working at the local bakery. Really? Um, in my hometown. Soon after the bakery, um, I worked as a server for a short time, um, quickly realizing what side of the house I did not want to be on. Um, and then soon after that, I worked in my local uh, supermarket meat room. And you know, I grew up in a small town in West Virginia, so oh like when I say uh, the local grocery store meat room, this was the grocery store's meat room mm -hmm. in our town, you know? Um, it wasn't, it was way before Publix and Food Line and all these giant, you know, grocery stores came into existence. Let me just tell you right now, this is the best pizza I've ever eaten. And coming from a New Yorker, that is quite something. Good, yeah, thank you. It has the best kick. Thank you. It's, it's that chili oil. Yeah. It's something we drizzle onto the pizza after it comes out of the oven. Cool. Okay, so we're going to dig in here now, and okay. uh, we'll see you in a couple of minutes okay. with our entrees. Cool. If we have enough room for entrees. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and enjoy your food. Thank you so much. To be continued. <laughs> 
If you're just joining us, this is Let's Do Lunch, and we're at Lachlan Table in Nashville, Tennessee. And what did you want to say, Chef? Well, just back to the whole community hour and the food you guys are enjoying right now. Um, a, a, a neat thing about community hour is that a percentage of community hour every day goes to Lachlan Springs Elementary School uh, PTO. So, you know, we do lots of things throughout the year to be part of this community and to be part of Nashville and to care about subjects within our own backyard. Um, but this is something that we do every day, and that school is just two blocks down the street from here. You read my mind. I was going to ask you yeah. that. Also, tell me about the history of this building. Oh, wow. There's a lot of history. <laughs> um, it was originally built in 1936 to be an H.G. Hills food store. Okay. Um, you can see that photo on the wall. It's the first one when you walk in the front door to your left. Um, soon after that, post-war, it became Boutique Cafour, um, which was a hairstyling salon. This is actually part of the famous mural that's on the side of our building. That's a unisex um, photo, yeah, like yeah. you'd see in a beauty parlor. Exactly, yeah. and, and we do have a cool mural um, on your way out. If you didn't see it, you may want to take a picture of that. But it's an East Nashville landmark. Um, we certainly didn't want to paint over it when we bought the building, but a neat thing is that the phone number that was on the mural, we were actually able to get for our phone number. So that's kind of neat. But uh, Yeah, that's the, a great story. Yeah, we and then after it was the Boutique of Four, um, it was bought by a local photographer named John Guider, um, and we actually then bought the building from him. Um, so we're like the fourth owner of the building since 1936. Uh, Boutique of Fours was actually here for 45 years. Um, really? Yeah. But this seems like it would be the best use of this space, I think. Well, we, we think so. I mean, yeah. if you ask people who live in the neighborhood about this space, before Lachlan Table, I don't think anybody ever imagined what this space could be. We were met with open arms by most of the community, and then when we did do cool things like bring back the original facade from 1936, the local historical committee was very happy with what we did. And then also, a year after we were open, we won a Metro Architectural Award. Yes, I can see that. Which we did not cool mean to win at all. <laughs> um, we couldn't be happier with the outcome of the building in terms of the way that it was built and how beautiful and cozy and warm it is. And um, we also really couldn't be happier with the outcome of how business has treated us the first, you know, two and a half going on three years here of, of being open. You know, we're very fortunate, very blessed, great community, great city, great staff. Um, Kara and I have a great team and um, things are going very well for us. Excellent. Well, we look forward to more food. All right. So yummy. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Brian is back. I don't know how we're going to have room for like the main dishes but this was excellent so tell me what sort of signature entrees you have here sure um i would say the pork loin the bone-in pork loin is probably my favorite entree that we have here the specialty of the house is the new york strip it's an 11 ounce new york strip comes with a uh, green bean tomato pecan saute and an excellent chimichurri I love chimichurri but can you do chimichurri on fish does that work as well I would do this chimichurri on anything. 
All right, so you sold me because I'm going to get the trout. So tell me a little bit about the trout, and if you could give me a side of chimichurri, that would be gorgeous. Yeah, the trout is just uh, excellent. It's a pan-seared, skin-on trout served within a, a medley of vegetables <laughs> and always gets rave reviews. The entrees hello, hello. have arrived. Everything looks gorgeous. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hi, Chef. What are you drinking there? Is that tea. whiskey? Just tea. <laughs> Just unsweet tea. Yes, the tea happens to be very sweet in Nashville. Well, I've, I've been, I haven't had sweet tea for six weeks because I'm trying to behave myself and uh, get a little healthier. So that's just some regular tea. Gotcha. Okay, so tell us what we have here. Well, I'm going to start with the strip dish. That is our signature dish. This is a dish that I've been cooking for close to 20 years now in my life. Wow. It's a dish that I kind of came up with while in college. Um, and it's all about the chimichurri. I um, ordered chimichurri on the side for my fish. Don't get insulted. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you got any, but we can get you some. Okay. But the, the New York strip, it's, it's, it's marinated in just some uh, olive oil, Wishire sauce, salt, pepper, and herbs of Provence grilled. Um, then we have the green beans with the uh, pecans. And as we cook those with garlic and shallots and butter, we also deglaze with our smoked vinegar that we smoke in house. And then the chimichurri. It's all about the vinegar in this restaurant. Yeah. Well, and acid, acid is important when it comes to food. Um, I think it's become more important in the past 10 years. Um, we tend to use acid in place of salt not to say that we don't use salt, because we certainly do, but acid can certainly brighten a dish up mm -hmm. um, in a way that salt cannot. Okay. Um, so then the chimichurri, um, this is our own version of the Argentinian um, condiment where we use cilantro as the main ingredient. Oh my gosh. Um, cilantro is definitely my second favorite herb. Me and too. Um, it's wonderful chimichurri. It's completely raw, um, and we just love the chimichurri here. And then we have the North Carolina mountain trout that is served with green beans, confit potatoes, crawfish tails, olives, capers, and some spinach. Um, we just sear the trout with salt and pepper, leave the skin on. The skin is very crispy and very delicious to eat. It's the best part of the fish. It is the best part. And I think with like trout and salmon and some, you know, snappers, as long as the fish has been scaled and, you know, seared skin side down to where the skin gets crispy, it's very fun to eat. And then we also have a, um, a brown butter uh, vinaigrette that we uh, finished this dish with, along with some microgreens from CC Gardens that is just about two miles down the road. Well, I can't wait to dig in, but I wanted to ask you, Chef, what inspired some of these dishes? I know you mentioned earlier that you used to cook with your mom when you were a little kid. So did your mother inspire you a lot? Um, I think my mother helped me move towards the goal of becoming a chef. Um, and there are definitely things about the kitchen and certain foods that my mother has inspired me mm. with. Delicious. You know, I would give my mother credit for some dishes, but a lot of the food that, you know, is on the menu is like, you know, the, the crawfish tails with the trout is something I've been doing for years. And I think New Orleans, when I lived in New Orleans, um, that kind of has a play 
on, on that combination. The gnocchi dish is, we've always had a gnocchi dish on the menu, and it's also always been the vegetarian dish. My taste buds dish. are crying right now, I just want you to know. <laughs> so, we just changed the gnocchi dish, you know, throughout the season. And, you know, right now we're using, um, you know, winter squash, arugula, blue cheese, Madeira, um, cornbread crumbs, pecans, oh. apples, um, wow. you know, just, just wintry type um, ingredients. And we just finish it with a touch of cream and a little knob of butter to kind of bring it all together along with a hit of sherry vinegar and um, complete the dish that way. And Can I kidnap uh, you and take you back to New York with me tomorrow? <laughs> my, unbelievable food. Good, good. Oh my gosh. And I tell you what, I don't know how you guys are looking on time, but you've got to order at least one dessert. Oh. Uh, and I always tell people that come to Lock and Table, like, make sure you save room for at least one dessert because our pastry chef does wonderful work. And if you don't give her food a try, you're just not completing the experience. Can you surprise us? Sure, I'll send you out uh, the one of my choice. Sounds great. And before you run away, I understand that you have a cookbook in the works. Yeah, we, we have definitely a, a book in the works, and it, it will have recipes in it. Um, it's going to be kind of a, a little bit of the history of you know what happened before Lachlan Table to eventually make Lachlan Table be here. Um, there'll be some recipes, a lot of little stories about our culture here at the restaurant, um, you know, who we are, um, a little bit about our past, the way we grew up and how food was so important in, in life. Um, and we just want to, you know, share it with, with our friends and guests and family. Well, you must send me one when that comes out. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we hope, I think, to be out by November. Cool, cool. So. Okay, we're going to dig in. All right. Thank you. Cool, enjoy. Before we talk about the dessert, I just have to tell you, the trout was astounding. I applaud you. I have never had so many delicious flavors all in one the capers, the potato, the green beans. It was the most delicious thing. And I ate every little, every little, like, Good. every little last bit. And Good. the chimichurri, I really think you should bottle that and sell it. I wish I could, but the only thing is that it's a raw product, so I can't cook it or pasteurize it. It would have to be just, like, sold in a refrigerator. Okay. Um or I would have to cook it, and I don't want to have to cook it gotcha. in terms of canning or pasteurization. Okay, so here's the dessert. This is our play on the Girl Scout, the Girl Scout cookie. Uh, I believe it's called the Samoa. Ah. Is the, uh, the chocolate and the coconut and the caramel. So this is a shortbread crust within a chocolate ganache layer and a coconut mousse and then some caramel and some toasted coconut crumb for a little texture. And this is also one of those desserts that I don't care if you just ate a 24 ounce steak, you got room for this. <laughs> because the, the fluffy and airiness of the coconut mousse it really just kind of, it's like its like ice cream in a way where there's a second stomach gotcha. for the, these kind of things. Oh, yeah. There's always room. Um, and the presentation is so pretty. Yeah. And the chocolate is the Olive and Sinclair chocolate that is right around the corner here, about three blocks. Oh, my gosh. So, Chef, what's most rewarding for you? 
having this uh, this business here at Laughlin Table? Well, there's a couple of different rewards, you know, some are personal and some are professional. I mean, of course, like many young chefs growing up, you daydream about one day the possibility of having your own restaurant. Um, you know, I actually have the opportunity here to make that dream come true. And along with that dream coming true, it also gives me the possibility of finding some kind of balance in my life. And that balance would be between family and profession. Um, you know, growing up as a young chef, you always sacrifice everything. The holidays, yeah. the summer vacations. But everybody um, eats well. Everybody eats well. And, and, you know, your family kind of gets used to you not being there. Um, but now that I'm actually married and, and have a son of my own, um, I want to be there for them. At times, I can create an environment that allows me to be with my family, you know, two to five times a week. Do you cook like this at home? Um, I do cook at home, but so does my wife. Um, and you know, I'm a very simple cook at home and at the restaurant. It's very identifiable food. Um, you know, we always say that we cook the way that our mothers and grandmothers cooked, giving our guests a good meal, a good product to enjoy while they're here. Well, thank you so much for this exquisite meal, Chef. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. You've been listening to Let's Do Lunch at Lachlan Table in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, hee-haw. Let's do lunch. Serving up conversations with chefs, winemakers, and celebrities. Wining and dining, Robin Milling delivers the dish to you.